You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. And I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. Happy Wednesday night to you. Happy hump day. I'm hoping that you've been able to get over the hump just a little bit. And if not, let me get you a little bit closer. Try to get you uh, closer to Thursday, into Friday, into the weekend, into whatever you're getting ready to get into. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard and everybody listening all over North America. How can you do it on the free Odyssey app? How can you do it? By listening on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158. And if you got a smart speaker, go ahead and do that. You got a tablet, go ahead, do whatever you want to do. Just you can go to CBSSportsRadio.com. Plenty of ways to tune in to the show. It's the first Wednesday of the year. First Wednesday of the JR Sport Brief Show. And as I do every single Wednesday night, I'm going to bring you a little bit different of a top six list. It's not even going to be like a ranking. I'm just going to give you six inspirational sports figures. And so we'll get back to a top six next week, likely. And who knows at this rate with all of the, uh, you know, flexibility and variables with the schedule, you know, whether or not we'll jump right into the playoffs as scheduled but we'll get back to a normal top six next week. Today, I wanted to look at some inspirational figures in the world of sports. And when it comes down to just ranking them, I don't want to do that. I just want to tell you who they are and tell you some amazing people who have inspired people on and off the field of play who have overcome uh, some amazing things, especially in light of what has taken place uh, this past Monday with Damar Hamlin. Uh, I also want to talk to you tonight about a few things that have pretty much flown under the radar as it relates to the DeMar story is dominating as everybody waits to see, you know, what his his status is. The Buffalo Bills actually provided an update uh, earlier today, I'd say about nine hours ago, around 1 p.m. Eastern time, uh, where they said DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition. With signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight, he's expected to remain under intensive care as his healthcare team continues to monitor and treat him. And so that is the the latest update. Uh, certainly not at the speed that I'm I'm sure his family or any of us would want to know. But that is the update showing signs of improvement while still in critical condition. So much love. Uh, to DeMar Hamlin. So we'll talk about some of those inspirational figures in the world of sports uh, two hours from now. About an hour from now, I want to talk to you about some of these other stories that are just, uh, they don't need to fly under the radar, especially in the case of a a Dana White. Uh, The United States men's national team is also in the news for certainly not winning the World Cup. I don't know how much we'll have to, or how much longer we'll have to wait for that. And I do know that we will host it here uh, in North America in another four years, but 
they have their own scandal involving a coach and one of the coach's old teammates and now one of his teammates' sons and then a wife and, you know, digging up dirt to get back at people. It's just uh, just some, some nasty stuff going on. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. I don't want to spend forever on, on all the negativity. We did have some hilarious things that did take place today. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau of the New York Giants claimed to not know who Jeff Saturday is, and people find it to be disrespectful. I think it's even more disrespectful that Jeff Saturday currently has a job. And, uh, you know, Zach Wilson, for whatever reason, I think I know some of them. The New York Jets have just said we will stick with this man through thick and thin. So we got a lot to do. Here's the deal. If you follow me on social media, you would already know this. Because it's on Twitter, it's on Facebook, at JR Sport Brief. Everything that we will discuss is already on social media. If you want to hit me up on social media, you most certainly can. It's at JR Sport Brief, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I'm happy to be joined here by super producer and host, Dave Shepard. Dave, how are you this evening, man? You hanging in there? JR, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Always great to be with you. It, it, it feels a little lighter uh tonight obviously the last two days have been heavy heavy so it's kind of good to get back to uh sports but also under understanding there's something bigger at play here yeah there's we've had we've had updates and and obviously everyone is waiting to see what takes place and what's going on with damar of which we have no idea but in in trying to get back to uh, some type of schedule or normalcy We did have the Buffalo Bills. They did not speak to or address the media for obvious reasons. No need to. Uh, But they did have a walkthrough. They they did have some meetings, and I'm pretty sure that it was probably a positive for them to go out there and and do so. Um, We also had more members and teams across the NFL decide to open things up to some members of the media, including the Pittsburgh Steelers. We did hear from Mike Tomlin yesterday who wanted to speak, uh, especially because of his relationship, knowing DeMar Hamlin since he was 12. Well, today we also heard from one of his his former teammates, one of his co-captains at at Pitt, and that happens to be Kenny Pickett. And so Kenny Pickett had an opportunity to talk today, and he, he shared a different perspective on his former teammate. Take a listen to this. But DeMar, you know, he's an unbelievable person, does so much for the community, a guy from Pittsburgh, stayed home, could have went anywhere he wanted to, um, you know, stayed home, and, and we had, you know, a great run together, and he had an unbelievable career at Pitt, you know, captains together in 2020, just an all-around, you know, great person, great family, you know, his brother was always around the facility, um, you know, he, so they're just, they're just like Pitt family, you know, to, to all of us, you know, and myself included, so... Um, you know, prayers, thoughts and prayers are with him and, you know, just trying to keep in touch with his family through Coach Narduzzi. I'm sure they're getting swamped with messages, but trying to stay up to date on, on how he's doing. And, you know, it seems like everything's going the right direction. And, uh, you know, just hoping up for the best for him. Just want to get better. Yeah, you want to talk about swamp with messages. I, I can't imagine how many people are, are trying to reach out or how they are actually, you know, siphoning those messages. I'm pretty sure they've you got people who are trying to be respectful and probably have a point person helping to, you know, keep everybody, keep everybody as smooth as as possible in this, in this particular time. Uh, One thing that was shared with us today, President Biden, uh, in another venture, he spoke to the media today uh, very quickly 
and he shared that he spoke uh, to the parents of Damar Hamlin and provided some words for encouragement as well uh, in the aftermath of his accident. We also learned more today about the, the GoFundMe that was been set up or has been set up prior uh, to Damar Hamlin's accident as of last night. Uh, that had surpassed $6 million around the time I had got off air. And then we started to see more people contributing, not even just people, big names in the NFL, uh, putting their names on uh, the GoFundMe, not as anonymous, but publicly uh, trying to encourage other people uh, to donate. Names like Tom Brady, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, just a few guys, Andy Dalton, uh, Devontae Adams decided to, to show support as well. Uh, even though he he does not know him. Uh, Devontae Adams with the Raiders, who are currently going absolutely nowhere into an offseason where they will be looking for a quarterback. Devontae Adams also spoke to the media today, and he wanted to go out there and show his support, I told you, by contributing some cash to his GoFundMe. For me, it's just a, a way to, to help in any way that I can. You know, as of now, you know, we don't we, I don't know him personally. So, you know, I can't call his family. I can't can't do all the things that I wish I could do. So to be able to help with a charity or, you know, to anything that can help. And, you know, if nothing else to, you know, show other people, you know, I, that I did that that way. That'll kind of encourage other people because, you know, I saw Tom Brady, um, you know, a couple other guys, too, and, and, and their families decided to make some donations. So when I see that, I'm like, OK, well, that kind of got me to, to jump on boat on the boat as well. So we just all really praying for him and, and hoping that he pulls through and everything is good and and he's OK all together. You know, obviously, we we're hoping that he's still here, still here with us. But most importantly, um, you know, we just we want to bring peace to him and his family. Want to bring peace to him and his family. That's, I think, all that anyone can ask for at this point in time. And so if you go from Kenny Pickett, a former teammate of his at Pitt, if you then move on to uh, Devontae Adams, who has no relation or has never met uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, I think we should go to someone who is going into the Hall of Fame. He spoke today as well. His name is Bobby Wagner. He's currently on the Rams. First season with the Rams, obviously not going the way that he would have wanted it to go. He ain't going anywhere but the vacation. Uh, he's taken on his former team, the Seahawks. He has an opportunity with his squad, his current one, uh, to be a spoiler for the Seahawks and help keep them out of the playoffs. But in, in supporting not just uh, DeMar and his family, but his, his, his fellow uh, players in the league, whether they're Bengals, uh, whether they're Bills, or, or just anyone affected by this, uh, Bobby Wagner took a different perspective we haven't heard about too much, and that's on the, the mental side, being able to, to speak openly uh, when things are not going smooth. Take a listen. The thing that we kind of taught to do in this sport because um, it's such a, a quote-unquote manly sport is to hide your feelings, hide your emotions, and any expression of these feelings or emotions makes you less of a man or, or demasculates you. So I think that's a myth, like talking about your feelings and talking about um, things that affect you mentally, physically are more manly than anything, you know, because it takes a lot of courage to, to talk about those things. And we, we hear that a lot in sports. It's just like, oh, you got you to gotta suck it up. I mean, when you're a kid, you're, you're, you're told, hey, just go out there and, and, and rub some dirt on it. It's... It's, it's not always so easy to move forward, but we do know that that this is a, a business, that there's a, 
a, a lot at stake. And, and most importantly, you do want to be respectful uh, to life and DeMar Hamlin's life as things continue to move on. But there's a there's a reality that, you know, we, we have a slate of games that are going to take place uh, this upcoming Sunday. We have a slate of games that are going to take place this upcoming Saturday. I mean, the Ravens and Bengals, we learn that they're going to have a, a, a 1 p.m. Uh, start time. You don't necessarily have to look for Lamar Jackson. He will not be playing once again. Uh, but the Bengals are still trying to go out there and, and all things considered, with all the variables, try to secure that, that one seed. Uh, we have the Chiefs. They're playing the Raiders the day before on Saturday. Uh, so Devontae Adams, at least he'll be sent on vacation probably uh, with an L. But th- things will move on. And so Joe Burrow, uh, he talked to the media today as well. And he talked about the unfortunate reality of having to just continue on and play. Unfortunate as it is, you know, it's we got a game to play on Sunday. Uh, and so as unusual as this week has been, it's it's business as usual from a from a football standpoint unfortunately and that's not I mean I don't I don't even really know what to say about it because it's such a a scary emotional time and you know guys still have a football game to play on Sunday and it's it's our job to to get out there and execute and and play the game the way that we need to play it to to go and win um it is what it is but that's you know, we, we've had discussions as a team about what happened and about, you know, where we're at going forward, and that's where we're at. Yeah, there are a lot of discussions, I'm sure, both uh, internal of the, the NFL and their offices and obviously with the Buffalo Bills as to what's going on. You know, one of our callers uh, from last night asked me specifically what I think they should do. Uh, in regards to a making up the game uh, trying to figure out how you fit in the game to make sure that everyone has an equal chance at securing that number one seed in the AFC and I said I don't I don't know man I don't have an answer for that I'm glad I'm not the person that has to come up with it or think about it because and also last night it was a matter of just not caring you know was thinking about the actual play of football wasn't at the forefront uh, of my mind uh, but as, as as things move forward and, and teams are at practice and folks are speaking and we're going to have a NFL slate of games on on Saturday we're going to have a slate on Sunday and God knows you know what will take place and so even uh, uh, Troy Vincent who's a VP in the NFL office now uh, he talked about some of these possibilities and I want to go ahead and, and share that with you guys on the other side of the break. We're just getting started here. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to give me a holler, it's real simple. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I want to talk about uh, some of what we learned today about the future uh, of the schedule. You know, do, do the Bills even play against the Patriots this Sunday? You know, I already told you. Uh, about the Bengals, how do you make up this game uh, from this past this past Monday, if it's at all 
a possibility. These are all a few things that we have learned today, and I just want to pass along uh, some of that information with you on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Right before we went to break, I gave you an update on uh, DeMar Hamlin. It's pretty much the latest that the Buffalo Bills uh, shared themselves maybe about nine hours ago uh, in the middle of the day. Uh, They basically said that he is still in ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. And so we all continue to wait. I also shared with you some of the audio as more players have started to to speak and, and return to media availability as they prepare for their games this upcoming Saturday and Sunday. We heard from Kenny Pickett. We heard from Devontae Adams, uh, Bobby Wagner, and then even Joe Burrow, who was obviously on the field this past Monday night uh, while the accident took place. And from the Cincinnati Bengals' perspective, it was announced that their game will go on as scheduled uh, against the Ravens this upcoming Sunday at at 1 p.m. And as it relates to the Buffalo Bills, as of right now, and I emphasize right now, the Buffalo Bills are scheduled to take on the New England Patriots at that same 1 1 p.m. Eastern time uh, slot. Now, that that can and is subject to change. There's so many moving parts and moving pieces, and ultimately the NFL has made it clear through their VP, Troy Vincent, that they want to be as respectful as possible to the Bills and whether or not they're even in the right mindset to play. And so the NFL office has been in contact with them, as well as Coach McDermott and via Mike Garofalo at NFL Network. He says that Troy Vincent has had plenty of conversations in in speaking with the Bills, but they have not, I repeat, have not had a discussion about postponing the game this weekend. Now, having said that, Their conversation has revolved with Coach McDermott about how he and the players are doing, how they are feeling. And he says that, to be clear, the possibility of postponing the game is not out of the question. And he says that the conversation hasn't come up yet. If they feel that they have to do that postponement for the players and the coaches' well-being, then they will address it. And so... We have no idea. As of right now, the game is scheduled. The Bills and Patriots, it's still scheduled, but that's not to say that it won't be. And we already know that the the game from this past Monday, there is is no full standing as to what might take place. Uh, We do have a a buffer period. They can shorten the postseason. 
Uh, when I say shorten, you know, instead of having a, a, a two-week break on the way to the Super Bowl, you go ahead and compress it. There are so many different variables and permutations. I haven't sat down and tried to fill them in. I, I'll stick to this from last night. Let the NFL do it. It's not easy. Uh, you know what the Bills do or what the Bills want to do. I, I think that's most important. And, uh, you know, as, as it relates to what they should do or not do, I don't, I don't care. Do whatever the Bills want to do. And I think Joe Burrow, I think he answered that perfectly today. He spoke to the media. I shared with you his comments before the break about the reality of having to continue to play football. Uh, and Joe Burrow also was asked specifically about this past Monday's game against Buffalo and and what he believes should happen. And his answer, as far as I'm concerned, is perfect. Take a listen to this. I think that would be tough, uh, just just scheduling-wise. I think, you know, I think whatever Buffalo would want to do would be what we would want to do as well. We're, you know, behind them 100% support them in, in whatever they would decide to do going forward. Yeah, we have... We have no idea. None. None. I do, if, if you're asking me now, though, do I think the Bills and Pats will play on on Sunday? I, I think if, if things, quote-unquote, stay status quo, if there continue to be, from the Buffalo Bills in their own words, uh, you know, signs of improvement, then I think they'll they'll go on and play. Now, how you go about uh, thinking about the Bills again and the Bengals, I I have no idea. I can't imagine any scenario or situation outside of maybe compressing it uh, or maybe just scrapping a game altogether. I, no one has any type of answers. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Mac is here from Jacksonville, Florida. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, your name is Jr. Yes, it is. This is my name okay. is Jr. Well, yeah, okay. Hold on, yeah, Mac. no problem. Well, no, I just want to Max, slow down. I'm Mac, sorry. It's okay. Yes. Okay. My name is my name is Jr. This is the okay. Jr. Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I broadcast starting at 10 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. every single weeknight, as I've done for the past three years. How are you, Mac? I'm doing fine. I'm sorry I didn't mean to be it because I was trying to introduce myself to you. And I was going to ask you uh, what college that you went to. I went to a business school, Bernard Baruch College of Business in New York City. Okay. Oh, New York City guy. Okay. I have an idea. Okay. I'm going to say that me and you going to have an idea because, see, you have the platform to get it. I think that what they should let let Buffalo do what they want to do. And if there's a way that you can get to the league, that that AFC championship game, um, if it's involved um um Buffalo and um Kansas City, play it in a neutral site place like uh Indianapolis in the um uh, in that uh Hoosier Dome or whatever whatever play the play the game there. I just can't think of it right now. Play okay. the play the AFC championship Oil. game there. Oh, that's that would be Yeah, Lucas, Lucas Oil, Oil, that's it. Okay. Well, this is this is a platform that plenty of people listen to, so no need for me to contact the office. You just said it yourself, Matt. All righty, man. It's nice meeting you. Nice talking to you. 
It's a pleasure, man. You be well and be safe, okay? Okay, now, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mac, for calling from Jacksonville. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one possibility. I mean, we can, we can go out and, and lay them all out. I don't think at the end of the day there's, there's going to be any, any ideal uh, scenario from a, a football perspective. This is, this is un, unprecedented. It just never, never has, has taken place or happened. I mean, we can think about, well, oh, wow, two years ago, if you want to think about COVID and the adjustments there, I, f- I feel like there was one week where we just had a, a football game every single day throughout the course of the week. Uh, but that was the entire league, and that was spreading things out and uh, to, to readjust things at this point. Uh, it's, it's tough. I am, I'm not envious of, of anyone uh, in the league office, not by any stretch, not at all. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to get ready to take a break. When we come back on the other side, I want to get to more of your phone calls. And then I want to tell you about some of the interesting things that have taken place today in the NFL. Yeah, we, we've had media availability. And, and some of the things said weren't all revolving around DeMar Hamlin. Kayvon Thibodeau. He's just claiming a little ignorance here as to, uh, you know, one of the best centers that the NFL has ever seen. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break, get back to you. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. Pleasure to speak to you. Uh, you know, I just recently discovered your show a few weeks ago and, and just got to tell you that you've got a very uh, easy listening style. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I can't wait until we're able to give you a, a new list here to start the year off. It's what I do every Every Wednesday night into Thursday morning, uh, we'll give that list to you, I'd say, in about one hour and 20 minutes. So I'm, I'm pretty exact here. In about one hour and 20 minutes, we're going to talk about some of the most inspirational figures uh, that we have seen and witnessed in the world of sports. And um, I'm, I'm thinking that DeMar Hamlin will end up in that, that same lane. We heard from Kenny Pickett. We've heard from Devontae Adams and Bobby Wagner. And, and Joe Burrow, we've heard from you, especially in, in the case of, you know, what the NFL does with, with any of these uh, remaining slates of games. It was made very clear to us uh, by Troy Vincent, communicated via Mike Garofalo, and also in a press conference or virtual press conference that he had today, uh, that the game between the Bills and the Patriots is still scheduled to take place at 1 p.m. Um, this Sunday, but there is... There's no guarantee of it. And that what they're discussing most of all is that the Bills are okay and that you know they were they're, they're respectful respectful of them 
in the process. I, I think they'll play, if you ask me, especially if things uh, continue kind of on the wave that they are right now. Um, but as it relates to this past Monday night's game, there still is not any type of clarity. I believe the NFL will wait to get through this weekend and then adjust accordingly as they continue to move on. Uh, we can all draft up different permutations as to where they play. When I say they, I'm talking about any combination of the Buffalo Bills, the the Bengals. You can go ahead and potentially put the Patriots in there if this game doesn't take place uh, on, on Sunday. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, we got Robert. He's a UPS driver. He's calling up from Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Robert? Hey, JR. How you doing? I'm good, man. Did, did, has work let up just a little bit after the holidays or still crazy with returns? Uh, yes, sir. It's uh, UPS. I got to tell you, JR, this is my 40th year with UPS, uh, Teamsters Local 988. And I have to say that I'm so glad that the NFL and the players, uh, the uh, NFL Players Association, are working hand-in-hand with this situation. Well, I I would certainly hope so. It would be a a terrible thing if they weren't. Now, uh, I have an idea, and I think that everybody can get on the same page, and nobody should be able to disagree with it, and that is that if the NFL and Roger Goodell would reach out to DeMar Hamlin's family and just ask them respectfully. We want to honor your family and your son, uh, and we want to just do what the family wants to do. And if the family wants to go ahead and move forward and play, then everybody should respect that. And if the family doesn't want to, then everybody should respect that too. The NFL is a big, multi-billion-dollar organization, and they have the wherewithal to make the, this family's wishes respected mm-hmm. yeah i think that makes i think that makes plenty of sense robert and thank you for calling from texas i don't know if the nfl would would want to put that that on them i understand it's a matter of respecting you know everyone's wishes i think they want to leave them be to just be concerned about their their son and their family and not not the business element or aspect of it I know it sounds, it's noble, it is noble uh, to ask and be respectful. Uh, I just think that asking that of them in this moment, I wouldn't ask them of anything, even though it's a question. It's just a matter of of, of supporting them. I think the family would, would understand under any circumstance of them continuing to play, uh, given the terrible circumstances that they're already in. So I don't think the NFL... Uh, would go ahead and ask. It's a noble thing to do. I think if, you know, we were next door neighbors, but you think about such a a, a gigantic business, uh, and and just just leave them be to to, to rest and, and 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 pray and be with their family, be amongst themselves. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Kenny K. He's here from Oregon. I was just in Oregon before the holidays. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey Jr. How are you, Kenny? I'm good. I want to say Happy New Year, and uh, thanks for all the good content. I got a 60-mile commute every night. Listen to you guys. Cool, man. Well, I hope you ain't going too fast. 
No, no, I got it on cruise. Hey, um, you know, my condolences to the family, the players, everybody involved. Uh, boy, I don't pray very often, but when I see somebody suffering, I sure do give a, a shout out. Mm-hmm. Well, well, anything else you want to share? Yeah, uh, you know, to the why don't they just call it a draw and move on with the, so much logistics involved? Well, I don't I don't think calling it I haven't sat down and kind of laid out what would take place if they called it a a draw. Uh, But I do know that regardless of whether you call it a draw or you you compact or eliminate uh, one of the last weeks prior to the Super Bowl, it's it's still going to be complicated. There is I agree. I agree. There is no no simple, simple answer. And I think at this point everyone would have to just kind of live with whatever would take place. Uh, But I think the first thing the league wants to do is pretty much all they can do right now is just take everything day by day. No doubt. Well, hey, that's my two cents, and uh, you guys have a great year. All right, you as well, Kenny. Be safe out there on that road, okay? Will do. Uh, That that cruise control is nice. I hope you're paying attention to it. Someone who I've had an amazing relationship, both he and his brother, are the McCordy twins. We've had them on the show here multiple times. I've worked with them on PSAs as it relates to sickle cell disease, I'd say, over the past you know, five or ten years. They are absolutely amazing. Uh, we know Devin currently still plays for the New England Patriots, and so he doesn't necessarily know uh, the status of his game against the Bills this upcoming Sunday, scheduled for 1 p.m. start and his twin brother Jason uh, recently retired and he is now on good morning uh, football and he has done an excellent job in his transition and earlier today uh, he was on good morning football and he talked about everything and just not just the emotions but the the pure players perspective on whether or not uh, games should take place this weekend at all take a listen to Jason McCourty a lot of us are sitting here and wondering, they're like, okay, they have a game one o'clock on Sunday at home, and it's just like, how in the world are they going to be able to block out everything that has transpired for three hours to go out there and execute and play in a football game? And there is no right or wrong way to come up with an answer for that. And the truth of the matter, it's a case-by-case situation with the players there because there are some guys that may feel like, hey, my entire life has been adversity after adversity, and the one thing that I've been able to do to get away from whatever has that's been bothering me in my life was I can strap on a helmet and I can play football. Hmm. I can walk into a meeting room and I can escape everything on the outside world. I can block the noise. I can lock in with my brothers around me, with the coaches, with the organization, and it's all about football right now. So there are some guys that are in that Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. locker room, Bengals, 32 locker rooms across the NFL that are like, I want to get back to football because this has consumed me for the past 48 hours, and I want to just have a glimpse of an escape, whether it's for an hour meeting, whether it's for a two-hour walkthrough. I just want a little bit of an escape to get back to normal. And there's some other guys that are possibly being in a locker room within an organization, and male or females, that are like, I can't do it. Mm. I need to get away. I need to have a safe space where I'm away from it. Mentally, I just need a break. I'm drained. And you have to respect both sides of that coin because 
because you don't know how to handle this adversity. And I've heard people talk about what uh, going through different things and you pick your tears up and you walk mm. along the path with them. You don't just leave them in one area. It continues to follow you and you learn how to deal with it. And the Buffalo Bills today, tomorrow, for the next weeks, months, years, they're going to be figuring out how to carry their tears along with them and how to continue to walk and figure out life and mm. figure out football and whatever else comes their way. Yeah, how we all deal with 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 tragedy, adversity, it's it's different. It, we're not all built the same, not by any stretch of the imagination. 855-212-4CBS. That was Jason McCourty on Good Morning Football. Bill is calling us from Portland, Oregon. Uh, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Happy New Year, JR. To you as well, man. What's up? Yeah, my friend, I just uh, I wanted to say, you know, first of all, you know, we've been talking about all this and, you know, just wanted to send love out to DeMar Hamlin and, and his family. Um, we just all, all want to hold you guys up, know that you're loved. And, you know, I, I think, too, man, I, I think it's a beautiful thing. This is such a wonderful young guy, man. He's, you know, everybody that's talked about him has shared how he's such a great leader He's 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 a an uh, inspiration off the field, you know. He does so much. He's got his his uh, you know his his charity going. And and how cool is it going to be when that guy wakes up? And I know it's it's going to happen when he wakes up and finds that he's got, you know, I I, I think he's going to have probably around ten million dollars in that thing by the time you know he he gets going. And and I just think about all this and and I think. Uh, it's been kind of a, a, a lift, and, and, you know, again, it's a, a tragedy and a terrible situation. Obviously, his family is really in a hard place right now, but, you know, it's, it's been, for me, kind of a wild thing to see how people have kind of gathered and rallied around him. I've seen very little negativity. You know, you, you don't see all the trolling and, and whatnot going on. You've just seen a lot of people trying to be positive. You hear all the different players and, and and different suggestions for how to handle things, and everybody's doing it with class and sincerity and, and, and a thought for his family. And that's that's been a really positive thing to see, man. But, uh, again, just wanted to hold that young man up, let him know that he's loved. And, and uh, again, thank you very much, and, and uh, great show, man. Appreciate what you're doing. Happy no, New Year. Appreciate you, uh, Bill. Thank you for calling up from, from Portland. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been tough. What else? What else can we say there? And uh, there's there's always, you know, there's always someone looking to to take advantage and you know move things in in their own direction. I I, I did see uh, during a press conference today, someone was trying to you know imitate the Buffalo Bills account in order to you know siphon off crypto money and just. There's always there's always people looking to, you know, get one up on a situation. Uh, but as an overall, you are 100 percent correct that for the most part, there has been uh, positivity uh, in this situation, even though it's it's dire uh, or it was dire or I should say the better word is is unknown. Uh, we did get the report from the Buffalo Bills that he's still in ICU. But as of last night and overnight, uh, he's in critical condition with signs of improvement. And so 
It's just it's just waiting. Uh, and the league is being respectful of the Buffalo Bills as to, you know, what they want to do and how things move on. And the league is continuing uh, to move on. I, I mentioned this, and I want to share this with you in a few minutes at the top of the hour. Yeah, it's, it's not all positive. Uh, Shannon Sharp and, and, and Skip Bayless got into it earlier today. Didn't take them too much time. Uh, Shannon Sharp was absent. Uh, from uh, Undisputed on FS1 yesterday. He gave his reasons why. Uh, we had some trash talk. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau of the New York Giants hit back at Jeff Saturday, uh, calling his celebration while Nick Foles was hurt. Called it tasteless and trash. You'll hear from Kayvon Thibodeau what he thinks about that. And then, I mean, just even in the world of sports, uh, this negativity has been covered up. Man, we had Dana White... Just uh, we saw him hitting his wife. They were hitting each other. And now he is, uh, I don't even want to say he's in hot water. It seems like it's, it's, it's being ignored. And Dana White, meanwhile, I'm not joking. This man has a television show that's supposed to debut next week. It's called Power Slap. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm going to share more information about these stories with you on the other side. We'll hear some of this NFL trash talk. I'll get some more of your calls. We'll talk about some inspirations, more positivity in the world of sports. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.